Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. everybody mary jane is back oh my god it's been a while since i've talked to y'all let's get into it okay so i want to talk about mental health today you know it's a heavy topic that's been on my mind for weeks and I just didn't I can't say I didn't have the time but I didn't have the motivation to want to talk about it because I want this to be right you know it I know it's not going to be a perfect discussion but I want to get somewhere with it I want to enlighten people and I want to educate people because this is going to be some heavy stuff So bear with me. Okay, so mental health. Now, um, let's start with how it begins. There's so many ways I could go about this, but let's start with somebody who is going to school, making good grades, um, doesn't know where where they want to go in school. You know, they don't really have career goals, but they have hobbies. You know, they, a female maybe, you know, she, she's very popular, you know, she's very smart. She's into everything. She, she plays sports. She's not really a girly girl, but she's not really a tomboy. She's attractive. You know, people like her. People envy her. Um, she likes to sing. She likes to dance. And all that good stuff. You know, she has friends. She has family. She's a fun, all-around girl. All the boys are into her. You know, it, it, it sounds like it sounds like the perfect scenario, right? But her home is broken. She doesn't have a father. You know, her mother's raising her. Her, her, um... Her mother is always working, so she's always with somebody else in the family, or maybe not, you know, she she gets neglected a lot, she doesn't get much attention at home, 
because the mother's always working and, you know, she's very, I can't say naive, but she's just very young and she, she wants somebody, she's the only child and she wants somebody in her life to like guide her because she's, she's, she's a little girl and, and she doesn't. She doesn't know which way to go. School is her only savior, you know. She goes to church with her family, her mom, her grandma. And, you know, she's Catholic. And, you know, she she she's in the chorus in, in school. And, you know, she's in the chorus in church. And she's just, she's an all-around girl. She She has it all. But her life is messed up because she doesn't have support from her mother, from a parent who could tell her the difference between right and wrong. Her father is not there because he was killed before she was born. Like, it's it's a tragic story. And, you know, I hate to flip. Um, like, get off the subject of... I'm going to get back to the story, though. But this is kind of what celebrities go through. You know, um, they have that story. But the difference is, is that most of their parents are in their lives. Somewhat. Because once they get famous, people start... Knocking on their doors and shit, and excuse me, <laughs> and like wanting to be in their lives now that they're big, you know. I mean, you have some celebrities who grew up with parents and some who didn't. So I'm not gonna say their parents wasn't in their lives, but back to this girl, y'all. So she's not a celebrity though. She doesn't know what she wants to be. She writes in her journal. She's a good writer. You know, um, this is the typical person who would have a mental illness. You know, because all of these things, like, she's she's a very smart, intelligent girl. But at the same time, she's not... taken care of emotionally. She has friends. She could run around, play with them, play double dutch, jump rope, baseball, whatever she want to do. Like, she could do anything. But she can't talk to her mother. You know, that's bad. That's really bad for a young girl because... Young girls need mothers in their lives. They need their fathers, too. But, you know, like, you don't have your father. You would think you could turn to your mother. So she grows up. God starts talking to her. She's confused. Like, God starts trying to touch her and get close to her and, and do things with her. And, you know, and her mother's like, if something happens, tell me. 
And then the guy's like, don't tell your mother. And she doesn't know what to do because she thinks this these attention from these guys is good because she thinks her mother never gave her attention. So, <laughs> you know, like, I'm going to just fuck with the guys, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but it's not healthy because these guys are no good. You know where I'm going with this? You would never think that an all-around girl who gets good grades, everyone likes her, everyone doesn't like her, is has this amazing family, amazing big family. I can't say amazing family, but this big family. You know, she has family everywhere. Cousins, uncles, aunts. But it's like something inside of her needs healing. And she didn't even reach, I can't say puberty, but she hasn't grown to be that woman yet. She already needs healing. That's deep. You know, that's some deep stuff. You see what we women go through or had to go through? Like, we thought we was doing good. Thought we was doing right by the Lord, by Jesus Christ, by staying in school and getting good grades and and making something of ourselves. But we was already broken. We was already broken. And then we hid it. By putting smiles on our face and, 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 you know, having all these friends and stuff. But then when the opposite sex comes along, it rocks your freaking world because you're not used to it. You're a girl, you're hanging out with your girls and, you know, you having fun and then suddenly... There's this guy. There's this guy that you just have to have that then had all these different girls. And, you know, he's just so popular. And you're so popular. And you try to ignore it. You're not even attracted to this guy physically. You're just like, oh... He's competition. Let me see if I could compete with him. He breaks all the girls' hearts, you know. He's a player. You like you wanna play the game too. Because you, you get so full of yourself and so egotistical. Like I said, you're already broken. Guys is already disrespecting you. Then there comes this other guy who don't even know you exist and you want to compete with him. Let's make sense of that. There's this other guy who doesn't know you exist, but you want to compete with him. 
what common sense does that make? You're not even attracted to this guy. You ha- you already have it all. Why do you want to waste your time with this dude? You know, you just want to say that you had him. <laughs> That's what we women do. You be like, just like guys do. Like, oh, I want her. She's smart. She's pretty. She got a nice body. Women do it too in their own way. Oh, I could have him. He could be mine. You know, and then so they they finally meet. You know, it's a lust thing. They don't even like each other. They just lust for each other and they start fooling around. Nothing serious. Just fooling around. And then it becomes a cycle. Because one, she doesn't have a father in the home. Two, she can't talk to her mom. So every time she meets a guy who she feels she could compete with, she gets crushed by them. They become heartbreakers. And then, you know, she grows older. She's trying to make something of herself in high school. And she just can't focus because there's so many different guys in high school. And then she just becomes boy crazy. And then then this is just like, where's her life going? So she steps out of high school to get, you know, the help she needs. She, at 18 or whatever age, she, you know, goes to another school to get her GD. She passes. Um, she's encouraged to go to college. She moves from the place she was to live a better life with her mom and her grandmom. She finally goes to college. She can't stay focused. And this time, it's not because of guys. It's because of just feeling so isolated and a new place all by herself having to start over. And so she goes to cops from college to college. She never really gets her degree. She has, she, she's worked, you know, she, you know, she worked since she was about 17. Um... But it's just not enough for her. Then she realizes that. And while she's going to college. And while she takes up a nice club. You know. A a college club. You know. Like writing for the paper. Or whatever it might be. She realizes that she has a passion for music. Now, she was in multiple choirs, and she went to school for music multiple times, but she never thought she really had a passion for music, and so she decides to play with it a little bit. She says to herself, let me try out this singing thing. 
she she's not ready because she just doesn't have what it takes to be a singer. She sang all her life. She's gotten lessons and was in choirs. She went to a performing arts schools, but she's just not a singer. So she says to herself, I'm a failure, you know. I don't want to be a doctor. I don't want to be a lawyer. I know I'm smart. What can I do? And she uses her poetry that she writes to get her out of it. She's like, and as she reads poetry to different people, they're like, wow, that's hot. Are you a lyricist? And then she's thinking about it, connecting the dots. And people are like, you're a rapper. You're not a singer. And she kind of gets, she kind of gets um, <laughs> offended because she's like, I've been singing all my life, and you telling me I'm a rapper? Oh my god, like, do you know how demeaning that is? I've been singing for years, you know? I've been, I've been crying out this shit, like, I wrote a couple of hooks in my little notebooks, and I've been listening to Aaliyah and Shanti. And every time I feel bad, every time a boy has broken my heart, I sing to them. But they're just like, no, girl, you need to be a rapper. You know, it's funny because with rap music, when you listen to male rap music, they talk about everything. But female rap music, they just talk about sex these days, you know. Back in the day... They still only kind of talked about sex. And, like, um, I give it to Queen Latifah because she was, like, the only rapper who didn't, like, just talk about sex. Like, she talked about the hood and how you had to carry yourself and not being a bitch. You know what I'm saying? But there was no, like, love songs from rappers, from female rappers. You know, and I'm going to give you a little secret. That girl that I was talking about was me. And this is why mental health is so important because, like I said, you can have everything and it could be taken away from you in a minute if you don't have it up here. You got to have it up here. You could be the best singer. You could be the best writer. You could be the best rapper. The best in school. The best in church. The best sinner. The best worshiper. But if you don't know yourself, you don't know what's good for you, you don't use your brain You don't use your heart. You know, you won't survive. And it it, kind of makes me teary-eyed because some of these celebrities, like, they pass away because of this. Because they think they, 
have it all and you think they have it all and they don't. They don't. They're in these 360 deals. They get advancements. And, and even if they was really getting money, it shouldn't matter to you. People bring them down and, and make fun of them and hate on them for what they're doing. But what are you doing? And then they wind up committing suicide, getting murdered, turning to drugs and alcohol. Regular people turn to drugs and alcohol. And, and, and that's what can flare up a mental illness too. You know, because you're trying to silence the demons that's in you. You didn't handle those demons. So now you're going to drink yourself away. Now you're going to smoke yourself away. You're going to go straight to hell is what you're going to do. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm far from perfect. If if you if you had a if you was in my shoes, you would understand what I'm saying because I'm far from perfect. Very far. And the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. That's how perfect I am. But, like, I even have to take it further. What about sex? Like, sex, like, sex is creation. But some people use it to free themselves, too. And that's how they get HIV and AIDS and STDs and herpes and all that shit. Like, I mean, mental illness is basically a hormonal imbalance in your brain. And people turn to sex because their hormones are popping, raging, and they just got to get it out of them. And then it's like, I can understand if, you know, you're just horny, but you don't. You don't have to, it doesn't have to become a cycle. And then people pimp themselves out and become prostitutes and porn stars. I mean, even strippers, you know, like, I know strippers just do it for the money, but it's a lot of the shit that goes along with being a stripper. I can tell you that right now. And so, with this mental illness thing, it's like, the only way to heal is to not just go through within, but seek help. And so many people have a problem with seeking help. Because, I mean, I felt the same way, thinking I was crazy. Thinking I wasn't normal. But if you think about it. Are you normal dealing with something that's out of your control? Are you normal flipping out on people because you're not right from within? You have to get help. You have to seek somebody. Like, you have so many traumatic things going on in your brain that you have to release. That you can't release by yourself. 
And I want to get to another thing, medication. Some of this medication out here that they be putting people on, it ain't no good for you. It's not, I'm not saying don't take your medication, but I'm saying like, use your brain. If you know that you can't sleep, only take medication for sleep. If you know that you're depressed, take medication for depression. All that extra shit they be trying to give you, don't take that shit. I'm not saying don't take your medication if it's prescribed to you, but have have a one-on-one conversation with your doctor and tell them, this is what I'm going through, this is what I need, this is what I'm willing to take, you know, because... Doctors will diagnose you with anything just to fill their quota. You know what I'm saying? Like, they may diagnose you with something that you don't even have. Like, stuff that's not even going on with you. Put you in a box and say you got this when really you just needed somebody to talk to. You know, so... I'm going to leave it on that because I think I got to everything I wanted to talk about with mental health and all that stuff. And, you know, I'm going to just leave you with some Aaliyah today. We're going to vibe out to some Aaliyah today because every time I felt a certain way, I always listened to her. And... She always, like, I don't know. It's just something about that girl that always kept me not grounded, but helps me keep myself sane in a way. Because this world is insane. But she always seemed to be so genuine and humble about life that it made me want to be genuine and humble about life. See, this is why I couldn't be a singer because, you know, it's like everyone has their gifts and their talents. And... Aaliyah was just so talented. Do you know she has a five octave range? I didn't even know that. I started Googling different singers' vocal ranges. And like me, right now I have a four octave range. If I try hard enough. (laughs) But this girl, like, excuse me, Mariah Carey has a five octave range. And I'm going to tell you the numbers. I'm going to tell you my numbers, too. Mariah Carey. I remember when I used to try to sing like Mariah. She, her lowest note is fourth, eh, excuse me, F2, and her highest note is G7. So you minus the two from the seven, she has a five octave range. Aaliyah, um... Her lowest note is B flat 2, and her highest note is F7. So 7 minus 2, that girl has a 5 octave range. 
like two two is not barely nothing but three three is like the minimum and if you go higher than that then that's crazy and i'm gonna tell you my range hold on let me find it so um yeah so Rest in peace to Aaliyah because she's gotten us all through some things. Um, I'm looking for it. Where is it? Oh, here we go. <sighs> I would drop it. <laughs> Bear with me. Okay, so D2 is my lowest note. And... Um, D6 is my highest note. So, 6 minus 2 is 4. So, I have a 4 octave range. And it could get better. Or it could stay the same. But, that's my range, y'all. I don't be playing. But that don't mean I'm a singer. I could sing. But that don't mean I'm a singer. So, let's get into some Aaliyah, y'all. Hey. Hey. 
ready to go. Hola, Sometimes you need to take control to make a difference. That's why with FlexPath from Capella University, you're in control. Set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move at a pace that works for you. Discover a different way forward at capella.edu.